This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. David, I've had on my mind lately the fact that the way that a leader is able to decipher what's good from what's bad is from studying what's good. I was just reminded in a study of First Timothy that they were dealing with a lot of false teachers. And what Paul was exhorting Timothy to do was to be a, a student of the word, uh, among many other things. And uh, today, as we are thinking about our global ambassador leadership training, we want to touch on this point of hiding God's word in your heart. And so tell me a little bit, David, uh, why is it so critical that somebody hides God's word in their heart? I think you hit out there, Mark, to recognize a counterfeit, you have to know the genuine article well. Right. And the word of God is truth. Jesus says, I am truth, you know. And so they when we hide the word of God in our heart, now we are able to discern the things of God and the things that aren't of God. Um, and of course, that brings us ultimately in the path of God to recognize His Holy Spirit, to be Holy Spirit led, which is so key to leadership and influence in this world. And so, this is one of the founding principles, certainly, we teach in our Global Ambassadors Leadership Training. Um, and of course, I always love at the beginning of our show, Mark, to tell a story, to illustrate it globally what this looks like in our family extended. And I think about our connection with the Martanian brothers and sisters who, you know, that's a tough nation. Um, Martania on the books uh, by their law still, if you leave Islam, apostasy laws, and you become a believer in Jesus, you could be put to death. Now, David, let me me interject here. I'm wondering how many of our, our, our listeners could point to Mauritania on a map. Is that in Africa? Where is that? Exactly. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, it's Northwest Africa, right above. So it's just uh, north of Senegal, and it's just south of Morocco. If people want to put that on the in their mind, the West Coast there, Northwest Coast of, of, of Africa, great point. Um, in the Islamic belt, a lot of people talk about that whole Northern belt and so it's a pure state, Islamic state. Right. And yet the Lord has been working in more and more. Martinians are just not, they're empty. They're they are seeking truth. They're seeking hope. And so they've been seeking the word of God. Now, so you can imagine um, in that environment, um, Mark, it's fairly dangerous, you know, it's difficult and, and a high risk to share the word of God, uh, to, to bring the Bible, the scripture specifically. And so working with our uh, family there, those uh, who God has spoken to and and began to grow in faith and sharing their faith, they've shared with us that the safest place to hide the word of God is in their heart because, you know, there's no evidence of that. They can't bring that in the court of law. (laughs) So they're going to these, these villages and they're sharing God's word, but it's God's word they put in their heart but they don't have like scripture on them. So what what would happen if they were caught with a Bible in Mauritania? Well, by the law, it's 10 years. It's at at least 10 years in prison and up to getting your head uh, taken off, death penalty. So it's death penalty also for sharing the gospel uh, or 10 years in in prison. So yeah, it's very serious. It's very serious. Um, and, And that's why the believers have to be 
cautious there. But they rejoice in that the word of God is powerful and you know, double-edged sword, cutting the bone and marrow, spirit and soul, revealing the intentions of the heart. Right. Um, yeah, and so and so they've demonstrated to us how powerful it is. Um, why when we put the word of God in our heart, that's equipping us in leadership and in life transformation. And we're seeing that now and that even now more and more of the the very small few Martian leaders are being threatened at this very moment this month. We uh, found out that one of the top leaders um, was being threatened uh, by fundamental Muslims uh, with his life and, and livelihood. And so we've taken steps to, you know, help help them and uh, pr- bring protection and to share in that. And I uh, can't go into those details, but uh, we just can't, I'm asking, our obviously, our, the church listeners out there to pray for our family in North Africa and Martania. Right. Um, but today for the leadership, um, you know, podcasts, we can really draw from their, the inspiration of their lives and how practical it is that we have God's word in our heart. I mean, what happens in the United States all of a sudden, if we were, you know, we, we couldn't have a Bible and, you you know, or even if, you know, you use the internet all the time, get your Bible, but, um, you know, we all no longer had the internet or they blocked those sites and, and, and you didn't have the written word, you know, I mean, what would that look like for us? Um, or if you were taken hostage or prison, um, so these are practical ways that we could see why even in our own life, it, it becomes such a, a support, such an encouragement. You know, let, let me ask you a question about that, David. Well, uh, it's a really common question we get on our uh, Facebook page is uh, people will say to us this comment. It's an unbelievable comment if you know what, what we're dealing with. But they'll ask this question, why are you giving Bibles to people when they need food and water? Wow. Why, why Bibles? And we get that question quite often, actually, and we try to answer it. Um, but what would you respond with? I mean, why is the, why is God's word so important, especially when people are struggling with some other basic needs? Uh, you you always keep me on my toes here, Mark. I love it. You, you know, no easy <laughs> questions. But I'm but you and I have to watch that clock. We can't wait till heaven that we got eternally eternal time. So I realize that we probably have to go to a break, and then after the break, Mark, let's start to break uh, break that down and, and talk about some details. Okay, you got it. All right, so when we get back, we'll talk about why the Word of God is as important as food and water. And David, I think I would venture to say that it is more important that a person is right with God than a person has even clean water and quality food. That might be controversial for some people, but let's unpack that when we get back. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Now, David, we left off our last segment by asking the question, why is God's word so important? In fact, we get this question from people who are following At Risk Radio on our social media pages on a regular basis. Why are we trying so hard to get God's word into the hands of God's people when sometimes they have other needs? I mean, some of them don't have enough food or enough 
enough water or adequate shelter, uh, health care, but yet we're really insistent on making sure that they have Bibles. Why do that? Why is it so important? That's a, a deep and wonderful and great question. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of ways that we can approach this, but I'm just going to throw out some stories, some examples. Start with, I want everybody to think about even this last year with COVID, there's so many people have suffered mental um, health issues, specifically depression. And I've had um, just a lot of people around me, um, you know, that, that have had to really minister and speak into that situation, bring encouragement. And, you know, think about depression because they're a place where it's lacking purpose, understanding, feeling out of control. There's a lot of issues there. And people in depression even lose their appetite at times um, where it shuts their bodies down. And bottom line, we see the design of people is people need purpose. They need hope. They need love. They need everything that's in the word of God that God designed us for. And then when they have that, they have life itself. So I, I think of, and let me let me talk about this now in a story of Richard Wormbrand, who really impacted and discipled me in so many ways. And I got to know personally, and who was 14 years in prison for his faith, a past um, atheist Jew, uh, Jewish um, person, and, 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 you know, and left that Judaism and was atheism for a while and then came to Christ and so fulfilled in that an amazing story and then put in prison for his leadership in Romania. And, um, and Richard talked about how he was put in prison during the Soviet Union days with many other Christian leaders and pastors. And, he, and it was a total of 14 years. And he said, for those 14 years, I never saw a scripture. We never had a Bible, but we had a living Bible. And he said, we'd all quote the different sections of scripture that we had memorized so that together we had large portions of the scripture and we would discuss it and think about those things. And it kept us alive in sweet fellowship. And then he goes on to talk about times because they were near starved to death and lacking you know, provision in the treatment they were given. They would share their food as a witness of love to the non-believers in prison who were hardened and broken. And he talks about a thief who continued to steal as he could and do horrible things and, and mistreat everyone, including the Christians. And um, they would share at times he would take just the the stale bread, just they get one piece of bread stale and he would break it in half and share it with them. Well, that per, that particular thief became to Christ because he saw such sacrificial love. They had so little, but even with the little they had, they shared. And Richard said, "Why was he? Why did the believers have abundance that they could share and non-believers didn't? It was because the word of God was alive in their heart." So, you, so you see, because we're spiritual beings and God made us to be in communion with Him, when we have Christ, we have life. We have provision. We have wisdom. And so all, I believe, humanitarian help starts with dealing with the human soul so that then they know how to use the provision of the practical needs for the blessing of their society and for each other and their village and each other. And that's why we prioritize. One of the things, that, of course, you and I have talked about is the Bible's Venezuela. We have right now just revival happening there, and we're just, we can't get enough Bibles down there. In the last few weeks, we've had thousands show up and we can only uh, give away 300. We've had to limit to every community 300 Bibles. They're lacking food there. They're lacking provision in, in a huge social crisis, Mark. But the thing they prioritize over everything is getting the Bible. They're coming hundreds of miles we're finding and they, they don't have any money. 
You know, it's like they don't have provision to go hundreds of miles. Right. But they're still going to do it one way or another, um, walk or to hitch hot rides and, and and just trust to get food just because they value the word of God. That way. It's almost unbelievable to us who have such easy access to it, you know, that a page of the word of God would be so valuable to somebody who doesn't have it. Yet it's easy for us to take advantage of the fact that we do. And yet at the same time, when people are faced with, uh, you know, really difficult circumstances, you know, whether they get COVID or whether they're, you know, faced with not having enough food or water or, or a safe place to live, that many of them are like, you know, I want to make sure that I'm right with God for all of eternity. Even when this trial may or may not come and go, I want to make sure that my, that my soul is right. And ultimately, that's the thing that's most important, more important than even a vaccine or uh, having a clean water supply, which we do do some of those kind of uh, humanitarian works too. Uh, a lot of our partners in places like uh, you know Colombia and India are trying to get clean water into these places, but still as a catalyst to introduce them to Jesus and to give them the word of God. Yeah, you know, even the clean water project that you type up that we are doing in India now and, and Colombia specifically um, you know, it, we found if we get the water plant, because uh, for people that are listening here, it's water plants that we provide. Um, one unit's portable. It's, it, it, it services a village of 600 for pennies. And anyway, if we get into a corrupt heart, it won't be used right. It, it won't be distributed to all the village. Um, it, it maybe won't be maintained. So the, the, so the issue really isn't the water plant. It's the people we work with. And that's why our Villa of Motto for our water uh, filtration ministry is clean water, clean heart. And so we will look for clean hearted leaders that, again, are being led by the word of God in their heart. Because what, you know, our focus today is the podcast is hiding the word of God in your heart that we might sin against God. And how important it is that we just don't have a written Bible. Uh, the written word that, but we have the word that we've taken the word off ink and page and we put it in our heart and mind so that it directs our footsteps and our path so that we could be effective influence in the community that we live in. Right. Well, I wonder if it's true of Martania, uh, what we've seen be true in places like Venezuela where they don't have access to the word of God. And so they, uh, they struggle with being able to accurately disciple God's people. We saw that in the Bible, even that there were there were times when people would take what they knew about religiosity and have a you know something like Gnosticism that would be a cult, but not really biblical Christianity. And they begin teaching that. So I would imagine that in order for people to to make disciples and to continue discipleship work moving forward, they need to have Bibles and they need to be able to help people to put that word into their hearts. You know, I think of these scriptures, you know, Psalm 37, 31, the law of his God is in his heart and his steps do not slip. Or one of my favorite ones in Psalm 119, where it says, how can a young man keep his way pure by, by guarding it according to your word. And uh, those are critical aspects of training somebody how to be a follower of Christ. Yeah, absolutely. Be, and again, it's the the life spring that the Bible talks about comes from the heart, you know. So what 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 is the life in us? Is it going to come out the mouth? Is it going to come out our face, our eyes, our decisions, everything? So key. Mark, I, I just sense um, we're, well, there's a lot more here that we need to go on maybe for a part two. Um, I'm seeing our clock rule us today. There's, you and I always get in such good discussions here. 
I'd say let's let's pick this up again and um, part two of hiding the word of God in your heart. All right, you got it. Well, there's a couple of things as we're wrapping up that we want to touch on. First of all, At Risk Radio is a crowdfunded ministry. And we mean this, that as you're able to give to this ministry or as you're able to give to Spirit of Martyrdom through their bookstore or through just a donation, that helps things like At Risk Radio stay on the air. It also helps us to raise the funds and resources that we need in order to get uh, Bibles into places like Venezuela, uh, in order to get uh, people trained in places like Mauritania for us to raise up uh, church leaders and for us to support church leaders in those places. So uh, we would love for you to uh, continue to donate at spiritofmartyrdom.com and that really helps those uh, purposes. Also, you know, subscribe to this podcast and we'll keep you up to date with the things that are happening inside the church at risk. And we'd also finally love for you to subscribe to our newsletter and we'll send you a, a full color printed newsletter with pictures from the field, inside information about what's happening all over the world with those who are risking much for Jesus. Well, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.